Welcome everyone to the Purpose Hangtime podcast. It is your host Leon and my co-host Ricky Pang. And here with the main purpose of this podcast is to discuss interpersonal relationships, whether that is romantic with your lovers, whether that is platonic with your friends, whether those are familial ties with your family. So sit back, relax, come listening and hang with us. Two guys shooting the breeze. So, we've gone through that, I would say, fairly quickly. It's not really spoken about a lot. No, no, no. And no. then, in typical purpose hang time fashion, we're now going to go through the examples and our personal experiences when it comes to this model, or else it wouldn't be purpose hang time if we didn't shoot the breeze about this, right? Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, let's go first. So, let's go with a topic that we all know about, and that I talk about in every single episode in the Green Flag series. So, my divorce. And the reason I'm going to start off with there, and the Pitchfork Gang can actually now sit down, be quiet, and actually smile for once, is that I'm going to talk about the escalation model when it came to my marriage, or when it came to that relationship, because yes, there were good things involved mm. in it. So going with that same model, yeah, again, want you to visualize five steps up, five steps down, right? So the five steps up in terms of the initiation... In terms of how I met my ex-wife, my ex-partner, it essentially started off when I went clubbing back a long, long time ago. What okay. club was that again? So, Mia Bella, yeah, Greek was, Street. What, wait, was, was I there that night? I, wasn't there I don't think you were there that night. What was I doing that night? That I don't remember. But I know, in terms of the story, is an interesting story because I remember, I think I was getting, no, no, I was still friends with my ex-girlfriend at the time. And I just needed a sign that I was ready to move on. <laughs> and that sign came when I went to a church slash Bible reading. Ah, I remember this story. And that was in South London. And I remember saying to myself, hmm, I wonder if I'll meet the next person in the club that I go to tonight. So just to put it out there, guys, I'm not Christian. I'm not religious. And I know it's probably seen as taboo for me to be going from the church to the club. <laughs> quite hypocritical however that's the way it went so went from there and I was like I questioned myself like mm, maybe it will be the day so from there met my ex-wife in the club and in terms of the initiation steps obviously alcohol was involved a little bit of dancing talking bought her a drink so that's me obviously putting up my best self and yeah that's how essentially it all started in terms of the experimental experimentation phases the dates that came afterwards. So from what I remember, one of the first dates was bowling and it was more to see, okay, who's good with technique, who's, you know, relaxed and how how well, you know, should we, well, how well do we want to really, really know each other? Do we want to take the steps forward? Thought now with me, Chinese. that was the first date. I'm talking about the second. Oh, you're talking about the so second I skipped date? That. Oh. I skipped that part. Sorry, guys. The champagne's going to me already. <laughs> no, but it's fine. That's fine. We can get back to that. Like, there was no, there was nothing funny with that first date. Oh, it's just like a, a yeah, just like it's just like a typical first date where you just, you know, you find out what a certain person likes to eat, which I think for her it was sweet and sour chicken, uh, with some sort of rice. I think it was egg fried rice, something like that. Not but, real Chinese food, by the way. Just pointing out. <laughs> but it was a good restaurant. It was a good restaurant. Well, it's in, in Chinatown, Soho. was it? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh. was it Chinatown? No, no, no. I don't think it was in Chinatown. I think it was Soho. Okay. But yeah. So that's actually 
how that initial steps were taken, making making a favorable impression and make sure that you know you have like it's given that good first for a good good first show, which I remember her detailing to me a trip to I think it was to, I think it was Ayanapa. And I was like, well, what you've explained to me doesn't exactly make the greatest impression. So she apologized afterwards. But in terms of how the rest of the date went, it was a 12 hour day and lost for a long, long time. So obviously there was a good impression made. 12 hour day. Yeah, that lasted from six to six. No funky business people. It literally was the case where I dropped off to her residence and then she decided I'm going to drive you back to yours. So in terms of initiation, that's lovely on a first date. Longest initiation I've ever heard of. Yeah, it's a very long <laughs> initiation, but it, it just shows you how when you first meet someone, they will always put on, well, Their I say best. always, majority of the time, kind of everyone's got varying different levels of initiation, right? And varying levels. I know people who've gone on 100 first dates. So, you know, but that was the first impression that was given to uh, me wow. and that seemed like a positive one. Thank you for not putting my name in there. Yeah, that's fine. I wasn't going to put your name anyway. <laughs> so that's that part. In terms of the experimentation, I was very, very forward and on the front foot that I even went on a first holiday with her within the first, what, three, four months of knowing her and went all the way to Greece. And that ah. was more the probe and experimentation phase where we managed to find out, okay, so I know you like this sort of music, but then what are you actually like when you're out clubbing, partying, all the rest of it, where... At the age of 22, 23, party girl, drink, drink, drink. But at the same time, I was also in that phase of my life. So it yeah. kind of linked pretty well together, right? So that experimentation phase lasted a fair amount of time because you had that and you also had uh, the trip to Venice as well, which was a good experimentation phase where I, get, I got to saw her likes in terms of Italian food. So, you know, in terms of that, this is where you definitely had the increase in terms of the interest level. Yeah. But then it was quite thick and fast and quite early on in terms of a young relationship because we can look back and say that definitely was a young relationship. Then in terms of the intensifying, so we're looking at step three, this, it became a lot less formal after I started to put my guards down. Now, this is all before we had the more taboo and the problematic stages but it intensified quite quickly. And then I was being introduced to my former mother-in-law, lovely, lovely lady. And she would look after me and it was good. We had, there was plenty of things in common and quite a bit, quite a few members of her family. So in the space of six months, we already went up the three steps. Do you know? And this is where I'll get personalized gifts, spend a lot more time together, more dates, and yet again, more clubbing because yet again, my life back then wasn't really serious in terms of the studying. It was more, okay, you know what? Let's party, let's enjoy ourselves and live in this little bubble of just no responsibility, right? Uh, Which is very, yeah. very easy at that age. I, th I think we were all party animals back, back in our age. But um, so how long, in terms of a time frame, how long did that take you to get to the intensifying stage? So I think that literally was all in the space of, let's say about nine months, but yet again, just to put it out there for our listeners, you can jump up and down, you can stay at certain stages for a certain amount of times, you can experience two stages at once because not everything is all just clear cut when it comes to those romantic relationships, right? So, yeah. And we also there also was a commitment within those stages that, yes, 
will you be my girlfriend? And there was an acceptance of that. No, you didn't that. say that directly, did you? Well, I did. I asked. I remember back in the July of that year, I think it was 2013, just asking, okay, so as we're at this stage, should we, like, should we have a relationship with essentially no bits mm-hmm. and pieces of your family? Mm-hmm. Should we, you know, commit in terms of this? Mm-hmm. Which, yet again, when you look back at it, it's a, perf- it's a perfect example of that step of intensifying. Now, in terms of the intensifying into integration, I think this is where there was, it's a bit more murky because with the situations that happened early 2014 with the infidelity, it kind of, and actually, no, even thinking about it, those the second step experimentation, the first step intensifying and the fourth step integration, it was very... Mm. It was much of a whirlpool, if you kind of see what I mean, because once, yet again, looking at the issue with the infidelity and obviously trust and the communication, it does kind of show that you can go backwards. Yeah. And I think there definitely was a regression after the infidelity. I did want to be with her, of course, going against what everyone else was saying, well, majority of people were saying, including you, funnily enough. I remember that conversation back in 2014. And there definitely was a regression from the intensifying back to the experimentation. I remember saying to my ex-wife or ex-partner at the time, if you want this to work, we're going to have to go, you're going to start all the way back from the beginning. Mm. You're going to start off as an acquaintance and then you can work your way back up to being an actual girlfriend because Mm. this is unacceptable. So that's a perfect example of how you can kind of go up, go a bit further or even experience the other side of the model at the same time. Yeah, as well. Exactly. It depends on which stage you're at, but yeah, again, we'll go with the the general generalization of five steps up, five steps down, and in a parallel universe, <laughs> it could have essentially gone up to the intensifying, and then is the case of you know what, I no longer want to be in this relationship anymore. Then just go straight across, and then go to the avoidance and the termination and literally the termination of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So using that as an example, that's where it got to in terms of that. So from that, I'm going to fast forward a bit further up until 2017, where I actually got engaged. And this is where you start to see the integration and the bonding. And then the bonding being the actual marriage itself. Now, yet again, there'll be critics to this. There'll be people who have different views and different thoughts because it can be seen as many other ways. But I'm just going to tell you from my point of view. We got to the bonding stage. For that, where the marriage, well, probably just before the marriage, but then there was no maintenance between the bonding and differentiation. Mm. Mm. It literally was the case where we got up to bonding and then it just starts to differentiate straight away. So there wasn't really much of that top of the mountain that, okay, fine, we're great, we're here, you know, let's keep it maintained. Yet again, pitchfork again, shut your mouth, be quiet. <laughs> but- <laughs> However, you know, it's, it's me just explaining how you can go up the model so yeah. okay at that stage you mentioned mm-hmm. before it, it has to be like a game of ping pong yes you know you bounce off each other yep at that stage you begin to feel that you're the one hitting the ball but she's not returning exactly right exactly perfect analogy so it's the case where or it's even the, the matter of the fact is differentiating happened on one side so then she started to be a lot more individual. So this is where the whole not coming home, even though you can essentially move that further down as well. I think the termination model was, yet again, it's a very grey area 
in this particular relationship. But it's either it hurtles straight down or we stuck or we stayed at one step continuously. But in my mind, the differentiating started to happen where she still wanted to party. I did not want to party. Right? I started to mature. I wanted to see a future and I wanted to play out that future in the correct <laughs> manner because now at the ages of 30, or at the age of 30, when all this was going on, my mind was thinking of a future property kids in which a party and lifestyle would not be sustainable to that. Now, where we started to go from that differentiating stage down to more the next step, which is the circumscribing. This is where we actually stopped having those conversations. So the staying away, yeah, again, we know now it was a mental health issue, but the staying away and not coming back and limiting those conversations, those difficult conversations, which when someone has that harder attachment, um, was it that harder attachment style, it is a lot more difficult to have those conversations, but the circumscribing and avoiding the communication to avoid an argument that was happening a lot. So especially during the time of COVID, I had a lot of personal space, especially going to work. Mm -hmm. She wasn't working. And so she was, as she was doing her own thing, this is where you start to see the termination, but it was a very, very slow termination. Mm. So the circumscribing was a long period of time over a year. And that's when you also start to get to the stagnation as well, where there was just a massive decline. Communication became even more limited. And then even when we, even when it got down to the point, we started living with each other. We probably went back up the stages, but then we dropped back to stagnation and avoidance Mm. where I moved out. We all know the story. I moved out, came back to South London where she was still in North London and we just stopped really talking to each other Mm. because there was just no communication and there was no purpose or there was no purposeful communication that was going to lead to anything. And then the nail in the coffin, using that analogy, was when I was served divorce papers. Like I was trying to sort out separation, but then I got served divorce papers and it was like, okay, well, you know what? This is the termination now. And that's the perfect example of the termination step. So going all the way up, which can happen fast, it can be fleeting, it can be very, very romantic. And then not having that relationship maintenance and then just dropping completely down straight to termination, mm. leading to divorce and here we are now where I don't particularly, I don't have communication with her. I have communication with her family, mm-hmm. but not with her specifically. So that's a perfect example of how you get that relationship escalation and then that drop in terms of determination and ending that relationship in its entirety. Yeah. So, you know, so that's the story regarding that. And that's, we use that as an analogy when it comes to this. So when we saw, when we saw this model, it was like, you know what, this is actually perfect to talk about, perfect to wrap up everything. Okay, so that's that out the way in terms of talking about my marriage, well, my relationship with my ex-partner, ex-wife, and how it went up the stages, went up the steps, and dropped straight back down. However, when it comes to the relationship model, as we've stated before, it can be utilized, and it can be a good model for platonic relationships as well so ricky you want to add anything to that absolutely uh and we're gonna actually talk about um our friendship 
Mm. That particular model. Yeah, hit him with it. So, number one again, initiation. So, was it uh, 2004, I believe? 2005? So, we, so, I think it, it's a weird one because the initiation... Me, so as as the as the listeners know, myself and you, we've known we've known each other probably from the beginning of secondary school, but we never actually really no, started no. talking until you know that fateful day. Oh yeah, it was two thousand and four, two thousand four, two thousand five. Yes, okay. Yeah. So bit of bit of context story time, guys. So it's two thousand and four. I think we were in history class. Now, were you sitting next to me or were you sitting behind or in front of me? So I was sitting next to you. Okay. We were placed cool. next to each other for GCSEs. So we we started to talk a little bit, right? But it was never, you know, mm-hmm. like. Uh, and, and then I just I don't know how it came about. I just said, "Oh, I have something wrong with my computer." Hmm. You turn your head around with a look of great interest, like, "Hey, um, yeah, I can take a look at your computer." Hmm. So with that, so that is the that initiation, initiation step, right? Initiation stages, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, we started talking to each other, and then the experimentation phase was when you actually came over. Yep. You cracked open my computer again. You were doing your your Lego building, uh, <laughs> and, and then and you could also actually no, sorry, continue. Mm-hmm. You're doing your Lego building, and then we started to talk a bit more about not just about computers, but hey, hey, we support the same team, Man United. Yep. Exactly. Um, so that was a like. That was a likeness. Like mm-hmm. you know, we like um, playing video games as well. Yep. And um, then I, I do remember, especially during that experimentation phase. I think it was it was Pro Evolution Five that was out, right? And, oh yeah. And, and with that oh, Pro yeah. Evolution, there was this this match where who were you playing as? It was AC Milan, or were you playing as Barca? I can't remember. I think there were two matches that I do remember quite vividly in my head. There was an AC Milan match where this this guy, this guy, whenever oh. he had Kaka yes. in his team, would just cause <laughs> carnage. And I'm just like, this, like, what the... So, you know, and it, it was that experimentation with the video games and seeing the differences with team that we would, what teams we would pick. Yeah, it was all the probing to figure out, okay, do we have lightnesses? Can we enjoy our time together? Sort of thing. Yeah. Exactly, and then we go into intensifying. Now that's where we actually started to hang out a bit more. Hmm. So I think um, you know we started going to each other's houses and stuff. Yep. You know, hanging out. Um, you know, playing our video games. Yeah, and there was even like so even with things that Ricky particularly wasn't interested in. I remember there was one time myself and my cousin. I think it was university. Uh, we left like a, I think it was like a dance class or we were, we were planning to get some sort of, when I say we, myself and my cousin, and we invaded Ricky's place and literally taught him candy dance and some Michael Jackson, literally just got him up dancing well, and I everything, mean, which is quite I, hilarious. I, I, I taught myself Michael Jackson from a young age. Yeah, but, all right. Uh, yeah. He, you know, but anyway. See, he's putting up, he's putting up a, a face, people, <laughs> putting up a face. It's an initiation to you as the, the audience, fourth wall, you know, fourth wall business here. <laughs> and then we go to integration. Now that's when you know um, I started meeting your parents. You started meeting my parents, and then mm. we also started to. I don't want to use the word stacking, but it's like you know, we started to build uh, a, like a friendship group as well. Yes. So I, I think at that time, you know, you were hanging out with another close friend of ours. We're not going to name him; just call him mm. R. Yep. Um, he, you were mainly speaking to him, hang out with him. I would mm. never really speak and hang out with him, mm. but because we built, you know, uh, our friendship up and up, you know, he's, you know, you introduce him 
to me and then we started hanging around in a circle and then that's where mm-hmm. you know our friendship grew yes, our exactly. network grew mm-hmm. in that way and then even with that yep yeah, it grew nights out and then even when it came to things such as the more the, the moments of uncertainty in both of our lives we essentially were both there for each other so even with that that's that's all a part of the the integration and just really being invested in your friend or in, or invested in your partner you know so with that and then and then that's when we then essentially got to the bonding stage because essentially like i see you as a brother not just as a friend yeah. you know so yeah and it's quite beautiful how that relationship has blossomed into that yeah and it wasn't the case of here's a contract you know we're like best friends it was like no 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 we kind of announced we didn't even announce it to the world to be fair i think people just knew yeah you know it's like oh um if i'm by myself oh where's leon oh where's ricky i was like Mm. you know other people kind of knew just from that and we didn't announce it we didn't have a contract or whatever and um we've just kind of maintained that that friendship and yes we can go on to the differentiation stage but mm-hmm. we both have you know different interests you know yes you you like to build computers you're more the tech guy um you know you like you like your your i mean i like gaming as well but you're mm-hmm. more into it than i am whereas yep. with me i'm all about you know a bit more I want to put this macabre interest. Yeah, you like you like your crime drama. You like your crime dramas. You like to discuss, uh, let's say, the dark tourism stuff. Because the amount of times where this guy has mentioned about suicide forests and things like that, you know. So yeah, it's um, we have our differences, but then in terms of the relationship maintenance, we've kept up that level four, level five communication. We're accountable for each other. Our attachment styles are secure. So there's no particular reason for us to move away from that bonding and the differentiation. It just kind of knocks about in that section. And it doesn't particularly matter what happens in life. We're both secure in the fact that we know we're not going to go down the path of, okay, let's start to circumscribe where we stop talking about specific topics like yet again we're here with the podcast we're shooting the breeze and we'll i'm sure continue to shoot the breeze for a lifetime because it's we're quite integrated with each other which is a lovely and beautiful thing to see and when you have this epidemic of loneliness within society it's always lovely to see friendships that work and work in its entirety absolutely so yeah so that's that's the perfect example when it comes to friendship and all the little all the different bits of examples that leads up to such a great friendship so two sets of examples i won't say polarizing opposites but you've heard the up you've heard the down with the divorce you've heard the ups with the friendship which will remain at the top because we both hold ourselves accountable to that absolutely and then i'll talk about my current relationship to my current partner so in terms of initiation i'm not gonna unveil too much because there may be some future content on this but in terms of the initiation we didn't actually meet straight away i lost an item <laughs> of clothing without um, actually looking for a relationship was so a... this was in a club again <laughs> however <laughs> i didn't actually see the person in the club i didn't see my girlfriend at the club so item lost and then it was the case of me thinking oh i've lost I've lost my coat, I've lost my 
I've lost all the items of value. So bank cards, keys. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh damn, how how what's happened? Like, why did this happen? Yes, obviously alcohol was involved. So similarities there. But yeah, again, didn't actually meet the person. Then I remember getting a Facebook message. This was last year, July time. Facebook message from a lady who I was like, mm, you know what? This person probably has my keys, my ID, mm-hmm. my bank card as well as the jacket and it was her so she got in contact and then we decided to talk quite often and the amount of similarities were ridiculous it actually was absolutely ridiculous but amazing at the same time and then when we did eventually get round to meeting in person which was in uh, south london far south london we're not going to give no geographical locations here. <laughs> far, far south london and i think some of our listeners can can deduce where that yes is. exactly like is the case where we, we both sat down um, and we literally just clicked. Both reading the same books, both had the same views in terms of life. She asked, okay, what's what's your relationship status? Obviously, I was still married at the time, so I was like, okay, let's take this slow. Mm-hmm. You know, let's start us as a friendship. Mm-hmm. But that first foot forward, you know, good impressions either side, and the conversation just went on for a long, long while. So... You know, that first foot forward was definitely a very, very important step. Then in terms of that as well, we also there also was a lot of experimentation at the beginning where it was the prodding, it was the poking in terms of, okay, how do you work in this situation? Mm-hmm. Because obviously with me and my past, having to go through marriage divorce, my mindset definitely was very, very... It was, I'm suspicious of everything mm. sort of thing. So it led to me being a lot more probing when it came to questions with my current partner. But, of course, got through it with flying colours. And I think the other part when it came to the experimentation as well is we were we were going through a lot of things at the same time. All the harder, harder situations in mm. life, such as the death of a friend on her side. And for me, I was going through divorce. But then the experimentation, we could see how we dealt, how we both dealt with these difficult situations and how, yes, how different we are, but then how well it complements each other or how, how well it complements um, each other's attributes. So that's where the experimentation generally came from. And then the common interests, such as reading all these different types of self-help books or the interest in terms of science. Yeah. Or even interest in terms of um, quite a few YouTube quite a few YouTubers that we listened to or watched, such as Kevin Samuels, for example, it all linked. And that's all a part of that experimentation phase. And in terms of the intensifying, the intensifying was more when it came to analysing all those impressions. So I think that those were kind of under the same umbrella anyway. Yeah. Definitely under the same umbrella, where Christmas time, I managed to buy her uh, these personalised AirPods, (laughs) which she loves to this day. Uh, managed to get some boxing gloves so that we could actually go boxing together. I didn't which know was... that. Boxing gloves? Yeah, because we started off some boxing classes and it was like, okay, you know, we're both into fitness, yeah. so let's try this as an alternative. Nice. And then spending more time together, such as the weekends. So, yeah, and we were committed at the time. And still committed now, of course. So, right now, we're at the integration phase where we're, in terms of the moving in, in terms of making the future plans... These are all the steps that are imminent and about to happen. 
So using that as an example, yeah, again, everyone's got a different story, but it's interesting how one person can have so many different types of examples for the same model. Yeah. And that's what makes it so interesting. And obviously it will get to that bonding stage with the excellent communication, the excellent accountability, the secure attachment style and good mental health on either side, being able to communicate at that high level and being supportive of each other all so, so important. So yeah, that's essentially the three examples we wanted to give you with this model. And I think that that kind of hits the nail on the head when it comes to a Nat's relationship model. <coughs> so going back to that whole bonding and differentiation, the constant ping pong game, Ricky, would you say there's anything that stands out to you for how to maintain that good relationship maintenance? I know you're not the relationship guy, but is there any points that, you know, like let's say from our friendship that you'd like to focus on or just, you know, anything that you want to, any nuggets of information or positivity that you'd like to give to our listeners? Well, I think, I think the common thing here is all about communication. Mm. Mm-hmm. And for me, that that's the biggest takeaway. Uh, how you communicate with your partner, your family member, your mm-hmm. friend. That's what's the integral part of, of everything. And I think communication itself has been uh, an integral theme throughout all of our podcast episodes, right? Yes, yes. Um, we, we mention it and, you know, at an at a extensional level, that's how humans get closer together at the end of the day. Yes. How you communicate mm-hmm. with each other. If you don't communicate, then you're always going to have a wall. You don't know what the other person is thinking or feeling. And I think at the end of the day, that is the most important thing um, when it comes to application of any relationship model, any kind of, um, you know, advice, communication, communication, communication. Yep. Humans being social creatures, togetherness and love being supported also so important but the underlying or actually i say the underlying theme or the umbrella is that communication you can't have accountability without communication you can't have a good attachment style without communication you can't really have good mental health without communication exactly. either exactly so it it's it's the overarching theme that we push through all of the green flag series and this is series one so <laughs> when it comes to if when if or when we do a season two, then yeah, we we will probably push that and make that the main proponent of that series as well. But find other models that will link to it as well. So yeah, communication, communication, communication. So that highlights and concludes that. So the questions I have, well, the questions that we both have for our listeners. Uh, are you aware of the NAPS relationship model? Well, I hope you're aware now because obviously we've been talking about it for this, well, the first part and the second part of this podcast. But are you aware of it? And if so, how did you become aware of it? And then the second question to then ask from that is take a look at your interpersonal relationships and where are you Where are you current? And look at the the ones that are really, really striking and significant to you and where are you currently in this relationship model? Is it healthy? Are you on the escalation side or are you on the termination side? What steps are you on? Why don't you just really sit and think? And then with that, after you've sat and had a, a good think about it, 
whether you've written it down in your notes or if you just literally just brainstormed really, really quickly. Yeah. Is your relationship hurtling down the termination model? And how do you stop it? Do you hold yourself accountable? Why is it hurtling? And is it healthy? Because yet again, you can terminate a relationship and you can terminate it in a healthy way. Because when it comes to certain individuals, some relationships are not meant to last or some relationships are meant to be present for a certain period in your life. But people do change. Time changes people. Experience changes people. So these are all questions to just kind of put out there. Ricky, you want to? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in terms of those questions, we'd love to hear your answers uh, and experiences. If you do want to share, please feel free to um, follow us on Instagram, uh, which is Purpose Hang Time, all one word. Send us a DM. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll be able to give any advice or our own opinion um, on any of those um, questions yep. that you need help on. But uh, I think that's... Um, that, that's a wrap. Do you want yeah, to finish actually, with the uh, quote mm, of the day? Yeah, so that wraps up everything. So, quote of the day. And actually, there's two quotes because I sat and thought about it for today. And it's such an overarching theme with this model and there's so many things to talk about. I wanted to at least kind of put a few things into, or a few ideas and questions into our listeners' heads. The main thing I, the main thing I hear a lot of when it comes to society is a lot of complaining, a lot of this, a lot of that. I can't achieve this. But, First quote of the day, how do I change a pattern? Respond differently. So hopefully with all these different episodes, that's put the nuggets in your head. And the second quote of the day, green flags are when you get frequent and continual inner nudges to take positive steps or make healthy life changes by Doreen Virtue. And with that, the Green Flags and the Green Flag series is here for a purpose. It's you to sit and think about your relationships and how healthy they are for your mental well-being. So with that, please re-listen in any order. These will be present on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, all the different platforms. It's very, very important to sit and discuss with your loved ones and see where you are and where you sit in terms of your own personal well-being and how many green flags do you have very important so yeah that essentially is the end of this two-part episode i'd like to say a big thank you for ricky big thank you to ricky for being a continuously amazing partner when it comes to this podcast yeah again (laughs) you have your ups and downs but at the end of well we have our ups and downs but we've managed to finally complete me out (laughs) we managed to complete this series in a good timely fashion and i hope you have enjoyed the podcast yes and before we go there listeners we can't say too much but we are working on something exciting for the next episode so stay tuned we would actually update you on social media about this and i hope you guys have a great day yes peace keep shooting that breeze